Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This morning, New South Wales on COVID alert. Fears the virus has spread from the city to the bush and the new warnings issued overnight. Australia's vaccine rollout, the ambitious schedule revealed by the health minister who gets the jab first. Hit run horror, two children killed after a car crashed into pedestrians in regional New South Wales. And fast and ferocious wild winds hammer North Queensland, parts of the state drenched and now on flood watch. This is 7 News. Good morning. More Western Sydney venues are on COVID alert as testing clinics in regional New South Wales prepare for an influx of locals concerned about an infectious camper. New alerts have been issued for venues in Marylands, Parramatta, Mays Hill and Pendle Hill, with residents and visitors urged to check the health website. The Barala cluster has those in Orange, Ningen and Broken Hill on edge following a road trip by a positive case. This individual got a text from us um, saying you were, you'd been at that BWS on the 24th. Woke up, had a little bit of a runny nose and then went out and got a test and did the right thing. Health authorities are urging those in the city's west and southwest to come forward for testing. Victoria is urging all states and territories to follow its lead and test international flight crew following a scare at Melbourne Airport. A Qatar Airways flight attendant is now in hotel quarantine after returning a positive result. It comes as residents of a Melbourne hotel claim that they weren't consulted about plans to have international tennis players quarantine in their building ahead of the Australian Open. There are a lot of problems, uh, especially when some of your uh, residents are well in their 80s. Tennis Australia has since secured a replacement hotel, one of four to be used in the lead-up to the February 8 event. Testing clinics across Queensland are coming under fire with wait times blowing out for those hoping to get a swab. Authorities say that they are setting up more clinics and putting on more staff to respond to demand as queues snake hundreds of metres at sites in Brisbane, the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast. Regional residents are also on edge with traces of the virus found in wastewater at Warwick, Stanthorpe, Logan Home and in Cairns. 
West Australian Premier Mark McGowan has taken a swipe at New South Wales after suggestions of having returned travellers quarantine in their own state. Acting New South Wales Premier John Barillaro proposed putting international arrivals on a domestic flight after landing in Sydney. But Mr McGowan called those comments selfish. How they can claim this infallibility in this gold standard when they had the Ruby Princess, they've had outbreaks around the place, I think they need to look in the mirror and wake up to themselves. While there are concerns in Western Australia of a new mutant strain of the virus after a return traveller from the UK tested positive, they've since been moved from hotel quarantine to Royal Perth Hospital. The country's coronavirus vaccine rollout schedule has been revealed, with Health Minister Greg Hunt telling the Daily Telegraph Australians will have to wait until early March. The rollout will begin with the Pfizer jab, with up to 80,000 doses a week set to arrive later this month, after the Therapeutic Goods Administration grants provisional registration. But the opposition fears that it's still taking too long. If it's approved this month, it should be rolled out this month. It's pretty simple. I don't think Australians want us just willy-nilly sending out vials of, of vaccine that haven't had their batches tested. It's anticipated the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine will be rolled out by the end of March. A man has been arrested after a devastating crash killed two children in the New South Wales Central West. A 34-year-old woman and four young boys aged 6, 7, 9 and 10 were walking on a footpath in Wellington when they were struck by a car. They were treated by paramedics but two boys aged 6 and 7 died at the scene. The woman and the other two boys remain in hospital this morning. Police say that the driver fled before officers arrived. After a short chase, the 25-year-old was arrested and taken to hospital for mandatory testing. He spent the night being questioned by detectives. There's been a major police operation in Melbourne after an officer was punched. A man has spent the night behind bars accused of hitting the office in the fa officer in the face at Brunswick West while they were conducting a welfare check. The critical incident response team negotiated with the man and he was arrested without any further notice. The officer has minor facial injuries. A young Melbourne man has drowned in a Gold Coast canal. The 21-year-old was on holidays with about 10 other friends staying in a waterside house. He didn't resurface after going for an early morning swim. Police are now investigating whether drugs or alcohol were involved. Communities in North Queensland are on high alert for more flooding as ex-tropical cyclone Imogen continues to dump torrential rain and produce strong winds. More than 200 millimetres of rain has led to flood alerts for more than a dozen rivers. When we start to see these rainfall rates coming through over such a short period of time, it really is life-threatening and a very serious situation to keep across over the next couple of days. On the other side of the Cape in Kurumba, the clean-up is well underway as the true toll of Imogen's impact is clear from the air. A yachtsman lost and alone at sea has been saved after activating the locator beacon in his life jacket. He was the only one on board when he fell into the water. A maritime safety jet was sent to search for him and the boatie was found floating in the Arafura Sea around 45 kilometres off the Northern Territory. A life raft was dropped, keeping him afloat until water police arrived.
A woman has been banned from going within 250 metres of the Prime Minister after she was allegedly involved in a protest in Brisbane where paint was thrown at his car. 19-year-old Tyler Michelle Hinkst faced court for the first time charged with public nuisance. Tyler, are you hoping to have the charges dropped? Scott Morrison had to be escorted from the campus after protesters surrounded the building he was touring and vandalised his vehicle. I've killed him, my life is over. That's what paramedics say a childcare centre director was screaming when a three-year-old boy was found in a hot bus in Cairns last year. A magistrate could decide today if a woman who'd only started at the centre a month earlier will stand trial for manslaughter. The director, who was also the bus driver, will face a jury on the same charge. International travel may be returning sooner than expected. In a surprising move, Qantas is taking bookings for overseas flights as soon as July. We can buy the tickets, but that doesn't mean we're guaranteed to actually fly. It all depends on a vaccine and the government reopening our border. With his wings clipped for the best part of 2020, avid traveller Mark Runnels is desperate to get back in the air. Maybe going to the UK, um, seeing friends and family there, um, into Europe if possible. Um, as long as everywhere's safe by then. That's what Qantas is also hoping, planning for international takeoff in just a few months. Recently, we have aligned the selling of our international services to reflect our expectation that international travel will begin to restart from July 2021. The airline is now taking bookings for flights to the US and UK, with one-way fares under $1,000. Flights to key Asian cities, including Hong Kong, Singapore and Tokyo, are also on offer for less than $550. Australians are generally quite resilient travellers, so uh, definitely um, excited to, to hit the road and perhaps get off the island. With COVID-19 case numbers still soaring in Europe and the US, nothing is certain. Qantas is standing by earlier comments from Chief Executive Alan Joyce that proof of immunisation may be a condition for any international travel. People are definitely ready to do whatever it takes um, to travel again. But while Qantas can schedule flights, International borders will be opened when international arrivals do not pose a risk to Australians. Decisions about when international travel resumes will be made by the Australian government. The airline says if flights are still grounded come mid-year, passengers will be offered a credit or refund. And that promise has travellers like Mark ready to jump on board. Got my bags packed. Gemma Acton, 7 News. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Checking finance news now, and the Dow Jones is trading higher. The Nasdaq is also in the green. In London, the FT100 added, and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng finished in the green. The All Ords closed two points higher, while the ASX200 closed two points lower. On the commodities market, and gold is trading at 1,952 US dollars an ounce. Oil is at 49 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.61. US cents, 79.66 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. A couple of mates on a fishing trip have reeled in the strangest catch of their lives, returning to shore with a wanted man. They stumbled across him like this, naked, clinging to a tree over crocodile-infested mangroves and begging for help, saying that he'd cut off his ankle bracelet and had been on the run for four days. I've been eating snails and... Uh, I'll call you an ambulance, eh? We'll get you an ambulance, we'll chuck these, these pots out, and then we'll f Have you got any water there, mate? We've got water for you, bro. They went one better, giving him some shorts and a beer. Police say he's accused of breaching bail after an armed robbery. He was being treated in hospital for bites and exposure before fronting court again. The suspected mastermind of the Bali bombing, Abu Bakr Bashir, is just days away from walking free from jail. The 82-year-old was imprisoned in 2011 for links to militant training camps, but officials say he's now served his time. Bashir is considered the spiritual leader of Jamaa Islamiyah. He was behind the 2002 Bali attack, which killed more than 200 people, including 88 Australians, and the bombing of the JW Marriott in Jakarta, killing a another 12 people there. He's scheduled for release on Friday. One in 50 people across England is now infected with COVID-19. Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced this staggering statistic a short time ago after another 60,000 cases overnight. Everybody, you all, want to be sure that we in government are now using every second of this lockdown to put that invisible shield around the elderly and the vulnerable in the form of vaccination. Mr Johnson also confirmed 1.3 million people have now been vaccinated across the UK as England begins its third lockdown. The US state of Georgia is heading to the polls for a second round vote that will decide the balance of power in the Senate. Live to US correspondent David Woywood now. And David, it's a, a win for Joe Biden is really critical here. Yeah, it sure is, Mon. The outcome of this race will determine who controls the US Senate, and that will be crucial for Joe Biden and his first-term agenda. Already around 3 million Georgians have voted in this crucial runoff election. Uh, the president was in the state yesterday campaigning for the two Republican candidates in this race. But look, he spent much of his time on stage last night still railing against the result of the November presidential election and even suggesting at one point he he won't give up the White House. And they're not taking this White House. We're going to fight like hell, I'll tell you right now. There's no way we lost Georgia. There's no way. The rigged, that was a rigged election. Uh, this as Congress is now poised to certify that win for Joe Biden tomorrow. But look, it won't be without a Republican sideshow. Uh, the president turning up the heat on his deputy, Mike Pence, 
whose job it'll be to ultimately count the votes in Congress for Joe Biden, tweeting today, the vice president has the power to reject fraudulently chosen electors. Uh, that is not true, according to a number of constitutional experts who say Mike Pence's role in all of this is purely ceremonial. All right, David Woywood in the US. Thank you. Well, selecting a still injured David Warner for the third test against India is a gamble the Aussies are willing to take. Warner is all but certain to return for the vital SCG showdown starting tomorrow, despite still being hampered by a groin injury. He's going to have some pain. He's willing to take that on and um, hopefully it won't hamper him too much. While a final decision is yet to be made about whether Will Pukowski will make his debut at the SCG tomorrow, the uncapped batsman has passed all his medical checks after coming back from concussion. Melbourne Renegades' miserable Big Bash campaign continues following a 60-run defeat to the Adelaide Strikers. The Strikers looked wobbly after losing opener Phil Salt, followed by Matt Renshaw and skipper Alex Carey. Jake Weatherold smashing a vital 51 of 25 balls to save Adelaide's innings. Chasing 172, the Renegades were off to a poor start. Skipper Aaron Finch sent packing on the first ball. Youngsters Sam Harper and Mackenzie Harvey looked solid, but it was never going to be enough. The Renegades ending on 111 all out. Nick Kyrgios won't be playing for Australia in next month's ATP Cup in Melbourne, instead turning his focus on the Australian Open. The world f number 45 hasn't played since February last year and will play one of the lead-up tournaments instead. Alex Dimonor will once again lead the country. He will be joined by fellow Aussies John Millman, John Piers and Luke Sackville. Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal headline the field. Aussie Toby Price has won the third stage of the Dakar Rally in Saudi Arabia. The two-time champion started day 29 after struggling with fuel tank problems in the second stage, but had a much easier day, edging out his competition by one minute and 13 seconds. Price now sits in fourth place. American Skylar Howes is in the lead. We're taking a look at the weather around the country now and the fallout from ex-tropical cyclone Imogen is still having a devastating effect across North Queensland and the Northern Territory. Thunderstorms are continuing to lash the Kimberley as a result of that tropical low. Surface troughs are also generating isolated thunderstorms across inland Queensland and around Sydney, while a large high pressure system in the Bight is directing low level cloud across most of the southern coastline of the country. Looking around the capital cities now and a possible storm expected for Brisbane today with a top of 32 degrees. A shower or two again in Sydney and in Canberra as well. Showers clearing for Hobart. Melbourne will see a light morning shower 24, partly cloudy one in Adelaide today. Sunny, 37 degrees, beautiful in Perth. And a shower or two and 33 degrees for Darwin today. And that is seven early news for this Wednesday, the 6th of January, 2021. I'm Monique Wright.